Welcome to Technically Short. This is Sean and Thomas out here. This is going to be a very uh, sensitive topic today. So um, let's get right into it. Thomas, what do you have for us? Yeah, so like Sean said, this is going to be a sensitive topic. Um, so use your own discretion with listening. With listening and um, But yeah, I just want to throw that in there before we got too deep. But also... Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for tapping on it. If, if, if Whether this is your first time listening to us or your maybe this is the 15th or 16th time. I don't honestly know. But <laughs> but the but we want to say that we really appreciate you. We do. We definitely appreciate you guys. And if you uh, haven't yet, uh, we would really love it if you would uh, follow us or subscribe, which, whatever platform you're watching on. Give us a, fo- give us a follow. Five-star rating. Five, give us uh, five stars if you really like our podcast and share it out on your social media so other people can uh, hear what we ha- hear not what we have to say but on the topics that we're talking about if you feel like it's something that can help them uh, help them or if it's interesting or if it just catches your interest and you think other people would benefit from it yeah absolutely awesome because we don't want this to be about us about what we're directly about us but it's about the people that it's about the audience right so that, that actually dives into the topic we're going to be talking about. And today we're going to be talking about the struggles and temptations of pornography and, and the kind of the atrocities of the pornography industry, um, which is why we said it was a sensitive topic. Absolutely. Um, but one that people need to hear. Right. I th- and I believe this is, a re- this is something Sean has been wanting to talk about. For Absolutely. months, for months, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kept saying like I'm like not yet. I need I need it down. I need to prepare it even a little bit. So I um slowly over time I'd listen to podcasts. Even uh I, I would listen to the podcast on the topic. I would uh recently or this earlier this morning I was reading some articles just to get my mind mind ready for for this episode. And honestly, what really prompted me to come to terms with doing this episode. It was when we recorded with Dave Miller mm, and him, good. him diving in to his, his past and be like, yeah, this, I want to be able to tell people about the stuff I struggled with so that, and like, and how I got through it so that people that are going through it now can hear what I have to say and gain, gain that benefit and can overcome it as well. I think because I think, um, and Sean and I will talk about this. If someone, people like us can get through, um, struggles with, with pornography, then I honestly believe anybody can. Absolutely. And they, obviously there's people that ha- everybody's story is different and there's people that have a harder time at it than others. And we'll dive into that. Um, but I do believe God put us in a position right now with this podcast, with, uh, even the small platform that we have to be able to, positively affect people's lives so they can more effectively live out their lives on the calling that he's that he has on them oh that's so good i was just about to say that (laughs) (laughs) so sean i'll leave it to you okay so i'll ask you like you can go wherever you want to go all right and uh but we'll focus do you have a specific question you want to ask me or do you want me just Just, we're just going to focus on focus start very brief okay a very brief um Introduction. Introduction. How do you found porn and stuff like that? 
Like when we yeah, your first you, exposure you, to porn. You can whatever you want to do. Yeah. Okay. So for me, um, my first uh, exposure to porn was when I was eleven years old, and um, we were at a friend's uh, sleepover. It was about probably like twenty of us at a, uh, and my friend's parents were pretty wealthy, and they didn't have like a. Uh, well, actually, they did have the uh, the code of like your kid can't watch this, but the kids knew the code. So we watched, um, we were uh, watching a movie at first, original movie, just a regular movie. And then somebody had the idea of, hey, hey, what, let's watch this pornography. And we're, at the time, we're kids, we're like, what is that? And they're like, oh, yeah, this will be awesome. And uh, I still remember what it was called. It was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have to say the name this. <laughs> Probably should bleep, figure out how to bleep that now. Um, is that like a lawsuit thing? No, we just don't need people, like, figuring out, wondering what that was. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'm doing a little bit more editing <laughs> for this episode. I guess that should have been expected, <laughs> just in general. Yeah, I just, I just try to give the brief uh, synopsis of how you got exposed to it, you know what I mean? Right, but we also don't want to put any actual... <laughs> Like, oh, hopefully it's not even on the air anymore. Like, hopefully you can't. Okay, we're going to move on to. We're going to move on. We're going to bleep it out, and I'll figure out how to do that. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go off of that. So he just threw. He just you just threw me through a loop. Um, I never. I, I've talked with you about this with friends. I never talked about this publicly. So I'm just um gonna be as vulnerable as I am comfortable with being. The my own struggle with pornography. I it started. When I was in eighth grade and lasted until I was, I would say about a little over two years ago, maybe more, two or three years ago, I'll say. And there were times when I was trying to quit and times that I wasn't. And, and those, and those weren't consecutive. Like that it could have been a time whenever I was like, yeah, I should stop doing this because this is sin. Or why would I, why would I stop? Because. It makes my mind, makes my body feel good. Um, so I, but the further I, uh, the more I got, the more we got in, the more I tried to quit. The heart, like, the more I tried to quit, and this is just my own story, and every time I failed, the angrier I would get. And I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a anger, a out of place sort of anger. I wasn't mad at, I was, I mean, some of it was, some of it was misplaced, but there was also times for me, um, the pinnacle point in my life was whenever I got so mad, um, that I, I got so mad that I just started breaking stuff. Like, not like, I was stuff that was causing me to sin. And I got, I, I was like, God, I am done. I like, God, I am done. It was, that wasn't the end of the struggle, but that was the start of the end for me. And that's not everybody's story. I think my emotion got so powerful that it, and like the spirit was coming so in line with, and I was coming, I was coming so in line with what the spirit wanted for me that it was angering me that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And as um, it says in God's word, like you, you learn to hate what God, learn to hate what God hates and love what God loves. And I didn't, I didn't understand that yet at the time, but whew, this is deep for me. Uh, but man, it was, that was something that I believe 
that whenever you learn to hate these things that God hates, that's when that pinnacle moment starts. To, that's when you start to change the most, uh, especially when it comes to struggling with things like this. Um, man, so I got yeah. man, that's a li- powerful. A little man. emotional over here. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. That's what we want. Well, that's what people need to hear. But yeah, um, before I dive into a couple other couple other things, um, you have anything you want to bring up, Sean? Yeah. Um, I'd say I was. Addicted to pornography from 11 to like mm, 28. Yeah, about 28. So, um, what changed for me? It's the first thing that like literally made me stop watching porn was, um, the Holy Spirit. When I got filled with the Holy Spirit, like a, again, a fresh refilling, it stopped and made me, uh, stop watching porn. And then secondly would be like, um christian inspirations so like i looked up to thomas and i looked up to brandon and kendall and these were people who i like hold it to a high esteem so they let me know that like it's okay to be a christian and it's okay to be a cool christian like you just became like christian became cool in my mind where before it felt like a test or like a behavior like okay i have to just obey god and whatever it became like our i was so excited to be uh to be know jesus to like it was so excited to be um a christian like it was different like i had a different look on who i was my identity how was changed um so yeah i've been clean from porn for three years and that was because of the holy spirit and because of people who i hold it to a high esteem so looking at like Brandon and Kendall and Thomas and um, people like that. I was like, oh, man, there's no way that I can't be any different than my uh, beloved uh, brother and Christian brother and sisters in Christ. Like, so it made me feel like, okay, I can do this because they did this. You know what I mean? And it was like it was it was it wasn't um, like a comparison. It was more of uh, inspiration. Mm -hmm. So like seeing. Uh, Thomas and Brandon and Kendall and um, people like that when I first like first got really really a new relationship with God a restoration with God I would say um, restoring because I knew God my whole life but that's where it was like boom it like changed my trajectory Mm -hmm. that's good I think like even goes back to our Dave's episode of where you were talking where we were talking about community and this isn't something that you can do on your own. And this is something that you can't just be like, Oh, I'm going to quit. Especially if you're in it as deep as both of us were at one point, it's something you have to agree with God about. Yeah. And if you don't believe in God, I think there's still power in being surrounded by, by a community that understands the dangers of, of pornography. And that's one other reason why we want to put this out there because Pornography just isn't just another form of entertainment. It destroys marriages. It destroys relationships. It destroys minds. Uh, it destroys people. And some of the things I wanted to kind of touch on, and I wanted to just lay out some t- statistics, bring up some uh, quotes. I pulled out some articles, which I'll leave um, the, all the links in the show notes for you guys to go look at yourselves. But... One of the things I, I, I kind of, I already kind of knew this, but this is something I read recently. But an addict, an addiction to porn 
creates habits that negatively affects relationships, whether those are romantic relationships or friendships, it that the, the it doesn't like, it dulls the mind to the romantic. It causes you to pull away from it causes your mind to pull away from the present, especially if if, the, if you're deep enough in it. Whenever you're with your significant other, your mind if you've been watching porn for such a long time, those sexual experiences that you've seen through a screen are now like they've completely numbed you to anything that uh, anything that you uh could do with your uh your wife or your husband uh, wife or your husband because of how derogatory and how uh, explicit those scenes that you've seen online are you you go with somebody else and i think there's a danger in it because um the younger a person is this this uh, i don't mean to jump but um Children are being exposed to pornography and even sexually explicit content or just sexual content at younger and younger ages. And which is causing like, which is causing these addictions and, or, and these, um, these dangerous mindsets to, to be formed at such a young age while they're still developing, while the mind is still developing. So, and the younger you start, the harder it is, the harder it is to quit. Because the harder you're, because the more ingrained it is in your own psyche. It's so true. And that's something I really urge people to look out for. Is because there's sexually explicit stuff. There's sexually explicit stuff on ch- uh, on on content on Disney Channel that's rated for kids that shouldn't have ever been created in the first place. And it's teaching kid. It's teaching kids. It's teaching kids essentially that sin is okay. And it's teaching, um, it's teaching kids a lot of very dangerous understandings. And I, um, I want to move on to another topic, but the, there was a quote I pulled from this, uh, from this website I found called allprodad.com. And it says, according to Homeland Security investigations, child exploitation causes, uh, cases continue to jump higher and higher. Last year, the number one search term, this was, Back, I believe, in 2006, I believe. Uh, last year, the number one search term among porn was teen. That's T-E-E-N. Teen. That should shock our collective conscience, but I fear, as a society, we may bur- burn it away. And I believe what they're saying there is that, as a society, we may just ignore it when we are ignoring it. I think, um, this, oh man, this whole thing is like, this part, like, is like hard to think about because you don't it you don't like especially being a person who used to watch porn a lot i'll be honest like you can never there's another part of it um and this quote is from who's it from (laughs) um fight the fight the new drug in the porn industry there is virtually no way to guarantee that any piece of pornographic content is truly consensual ethical or even legal the unfortunate truth is that the porn industry has an extensive history of profiting pro- profiting from non-consensual content and abuse, even ignoring victims' pleas to remove abusive content. And I was listening to... I'm sorry to take... I can't take this over, Sean. No, no problem. Uh, I'm, I'm actually enjoying the statistics. Um, I was listening to a podcast. And I'm linking this podcast episode in, in, in the notes as well, and I want you to listen to it. Uh, it's called from ch- uh, Change Agents. 
And what they were finding, well, she, he was, um, he interviews this woman who is the CEO of a company that is literally suing the porn industry and that they're like, they're helping people fight, uh, to take videos down of themselves being abused or of some creep in a locker room hiding a camera in, in the girl's locker room and post, posting it online, posting it on the, on the, um, on the websites. And like, there's actually are people fighting for it, but not enough people under, uh, know about it. So, like, not enough people are fighting it. And virtually every, every major porn site has had issues with non-consensual content abuse or child sexual abuse material, aka child porn. Like, pornography websites, they don't just promote, like, things like rape, uh, non-consensual sex, and abuse. They say that already? Yeah. Um, but they also promote, uh, they also promote, uh, they also promote child trafficking. Because there is cha- there is content out ca- content out there that is child that is child pornography, and knowing that there's content out knowing that there's content out there, and that fu- and that fuels uh, like they ma- and they make money from that. Absolutely. These industries, these websites, make money from these make money from these videos. And there's also industries you'll learn through this if you listen to the podcast. There are also ind- credit like industries like credit card companies. That were uh, that profit off that in, uh, profit off of the industry because of the transactions that are being done with their credit cards on those websites. That's so. Um. So like, there's a certain I forget who it was. I won't say, but the credit one particular credit card company stopped the use of their cards because of the uh, because of them because of that them being outed. So they stopped their use of their cards on those websites. So now you can only pay with like crypto or whatever. Mm. Which is a good thing, because, yeah. But and they I, don't want to be involved, right? But not that they don't want to be involved. But now, now it makes it harder to do, harder to actually per- purchase pornography. But that's not anywhere near where we need to be. Honestly, we should just eradicate it from like the internet. But that's not even possible, sadly. Um, Sean, I, I'll have another thing I'll, uh, I'll bring up. But what's going through your mind right now? Honestly, if people really understood what they're about to experience and watch and bring into their lives, I think a lot of people would not do porn. A lot of people would not watch porn. But the issue is, as a society, we make it acceptable, right? So it's like, oh, it's okay. Teachers and um, school and people tell you that it's okay to do these type of behaviors. And they say it's normal. By saying it's normal, we cause a whole creation of ungodliness unjustliness and um destroy people's lives yeah now i think what is easy to watch porn like i mean it's an easy thing to do because it's what our flesh wants to do yeah uh it's like all it takes is a few button strokes and we have a computer in our pocket all the time it's and it's becoming more and more accessible as time goes on it was things like you you brought up uh before we started recording only fans yeah and how that's essentially just prostitution yeah, it wasn't started as that. That's what I, initially what it, that, that site was made for, but that's what it turned into. Um, and like there are stories from women who uh, probably men do, but I've only seen those stories from the from women who stopped OnlyFans and now because they were like, "Well, I'm gonna have kids," and like now this content is out there forever. Yep. And there's and that that affects their future. That affects their kids' future. It's 
really, um, and I think if I would have really thought about more when I was watching it, uh, when I, uh, when I was watching porn, if I would have thought about it more, I'd be like, well, this is not, I'm not just watching a video, like a movie of an actor. Like, I'm, wa- like, I, I'm watching, like, this honestly disgusting content, and this is somebody's daughter. This is, this is somebody's daughter. This is God's daughter. God created, even though she's not following God's path, like, God still created her. So I, like, I should respect her. And right now what I'm doing is complete, the complete opposite. Right now what I would, would be doing is the complete opposite of that. It's disre- disrespecting every woman I, or woman I ever saw on a pornography website. And, like, the thing is though, what the enemy meant for evil, God can turn for good. So even though Sean and I both did an evil thing, like that's what we wanted to turn it around. We wanted to allow God to use us to turn our sin into something good. Absolutely. So that's why we're doing this episode. Oh man, this is this is like this is hard harder than I thought for me to talk about. It's just really uh, it's a uh, very deep. It's deep, man. <laughs> Definitely deep. Um, and this. Here's another, I'm just going to drop another statistic for you because this is just insane. Uh, Sean, Sean, we were talking before we record, recorded, Sean, like, we were talking about, like, I told him, like, yeah, the porn, porn industry is the biggest industry. And, like, it, it, if, it's not, if it's not at the very top, it's, it's right up there. But I'm pretty sure it's at the very top of the legal industries, I'll say. Legal, which is disgusting. And, since the porn industry generates more income than the combined revenue of ABC, NBC, and CBS, and more than combined revenues of NFL, NBA, and the MLB. In the USA, the porn industry generates between 15 and $97 billion a year. Billion. Every second, $3,075.64 is being spent on porn. And that link was from, and that quote was from what's called Lifespan. Uh, the, or the article was a porn pandemic. I'll link that as well. And that was 2021. It's bigger now. Yeah. <laughs> Way bigger. Like, people don't understand. Another reason I wanted to do this, I decided to do this episode because Sean wanted to do it, but like, it had to be both of us yeah. that were ready. And it's because people do not understand. They know people know it as bad, but they don't understand how bad it is. People don't under like they, they're like, yeah, people shouldn't watch porn. Great, what are you gonna do about it? <sighs> like, uh, words are cheap. Yeah, action is what like word like some like in this in this case, some words like don't misquote me, don't mishear me. In this case, words are cheap. Action is what people need to be doing, and sometimes all you can do is. What Sean and I are doing right now is, is putting out and speaking uh, against it. Yeah. Speaking against it, I want to. It would be fantastic to have the money to uh, to give to these uh, organizations that are suing the porn industry. Um, and fight. I I would sign. I, I I would fight for anything that would make it illegal. Yeah, shut it down. It destroy um, relationships, families, everything. There's like and like. I know I've gone on a couple of rants. I feel like. During this episode, but I honestly believe that they like, some like let me let me let me stop. If you're, if you're if you're struggling with porn right now, none of this was meant to condemn you, and I apologize if that's what you're feeling right now. None none of this was meant to condemn you. 
this, this, what we're putting out there is for your benefit, just as much as it is for everybody else's. Pornography, like, whether you believe in God or not, pornography affects you in so many negative ways in your mind, in your heart, and in your soul, and it also affects the people around you inadvertently. So the reason we're putting out this content is because we want to help you. We want to help you get out of this uh, valley that you're in. This thought of this thought of constantly needing satisfaction from people that you don't even know. You get those temporary dopamine hits, and then and then you're just then you just look forward to the next one. I'm not again not saying that to condemn you. That that was my own experience, and I I know I know what my life was. I know what my life was like during, and I know what I know what my life is like now. I guarantee you, I would choose now every time. Same. So, if you are struggling, reach out to uh, reach out to a friend who you know has gone through it too. If you don't know anybody has gone through it too, find uh, find a good community. We bring it up so much. <laughs> find a good community, whether it's your local church, whether it is an online group who is that is against pornography. Yeah, those exist. Um, but there's so many ways for you to over uh, so many ways that uh that in tools for people to overcome porn it doesn't make it easy but it, it may just as porn has become more accessible so has some of the ways to fight it and yes but those are uh, they're, they're not they're not as i guess as prevalent yeah. as, as in our face as they should be um so so sean if you wanted to talk to somebody um right now that is struggling with porn and you wanted to help them get through it, what would you say? I would say that porn attacks everybody. So don't feel condemned that we're making this uh, this podcast for this specific topic. Don't feel bad that what you've done, don't let all that shame get to you. Because I know a lot of times after you're, you're done watching porn, you, you feel instant shame. It's an instant thing usually. At least for me, it would be instant shame. Um... So if I could tell you what to do, my thing would be to give porn up. And the reason why is because it it destroys the outlook of women. It's a sin. There's plenty of reasons why, but it causes your body to react negatively when you're in relationships. And it gives an unrealistic expectation for uh, romantic uh, involvement. It just, it does a lot of bad things to you. So if you could give that up, I know it's hard because we live in a society where some of your friends are only fangirls. Some of your family is only fangirls. So I would tell you to mute their stories. You don't have to unfriend them because I do believe you can speak life into them. But if you can just give it one step at a time, stop one day and then keep fighting. Remember, yeah. you stop that one day and then fight for the next day. I think... Hmm. Some of what Sean was saying, I think, is um, you want you you're trying if you are trying if you are trying to quit, like we said, it's not going to be easy. Um, and some practical ways for you to do that, if you're like sitting there and you're like, "Great, you told me to quit. How the heck do I do that? I tried and I failed so many times." So, and uh, sorry about that. That wasn't the end. That wasn't our outro song. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that happened. Um, good thing I put that on. Whatever. Uh, the uh, but the some of the practical ways 
to be able to to get through get through this, like we said, is with the community. But there's also there's apps called uh, there's one called Covenant Eyes. There is with um, that allows your like any other person that there to be somebody monitoring your account and somebody else uh, monitoring your Covenant Eyes account, somebody else, and then you on your account. And they'll get notifications if you ever look at porn, essentially. And that's a kind of like an accountability system. Some that works for some people, that doesn't work for other people. Uh, there's also, like Sean was hinting at before, the easiest, one of the actually the easiest thing, easiest, not easiest, but like one of the best things that you do, can do is identify your triggers. And identify, for me, it was there were some YouTube, uh, YouTube uh, channels I would watch that were, and now fully explicit, sexually explicit content, but there was always in their thumbnail and it's always the last thing that they showed was something sexually explicit. And so like I noted, I identified that as a trigger to me then watching porn later. So I eventually, so I forced myself, uh, not, I, I forced, but also kind of guided myself to stop uh, watching that YouTube channel, even though I really liked that YouTube channel and the YouTuber that was uh, the content that they made. They just, uh, they were feeding also some negative things. There was, and like what Sean said was Instagram, like you unfollow those people's accounts that you know, or you, you unfollow them, uh, not because of who, not because of who they are, because of what they're doing and whatnot, and not necessarily because of what they're doing, because, but because of what they're, because of what they're doing is doing to you in your mind. And if you notice that as a trigger, then you do want to maybe just eliminate social media from your phone. I've no friend, I've known people, I know people who, who have struggled with porn and eliminated social media because of it, because of how many triggers are out there on it. And some people may feel like they can't get rid of porn or they can't get rid of uh, Instagram, which I um, think I get, get that it would be hard because it's a, another thing that is considered that I, not, people don't naturally call it an addiction, but it, it, like they generate it as an addiction to be able to want to look at Instagram every day. So I get that that would be hard to do, but even if you limit that time, and this is just some practical things to try. Identify identifying your uh, your triggers, uh, and, and the way they seem to work is they you, the more they maybe you don't watch porn right after watching the first seeing the first trigger, but the more they build up, eventually you give in. And so you identify their triggers, eliminate the triggers, and then t- talk to talk to friends, be vulnerable with your friends, and keep fighting the good fight. There's other way there, and if you want more, if you want more resources. If I find, I'll be honest, I don't have any right now that I can think of that I would put below. Maybe I'll like, even put down Covenant Eyes so you can look at that. Um, but as of right now, I think what what we gave is honestly way more than I thought we w- were going to. Um, and went a lot deeper than I thought we were going to. So I want to, I, typically I would end this episode in a different way. But I feel like this, because of the direction this podcast went, I think we're just going to end it. Um, so guys thank you for listening to this episode and we will see you next time absolutely love you guys